Welcome to Massive Damage Adventures, a one-shot, actual-play, role-playing game podcast. My name is Merrick Moyer. I'm the Dungeon Master, Storyteller, Lore Master, and All-Around Host. Every month, I run a one-shot using a different system, pulling in a different cast of players. All intellectual properties, including game materials, setting material, music, and whatever else, are used without permission. None of them are ours. We're just using them to enhance our gameplay. But an extra special thank you to Hayden Lister for letting us use his song Rediscovery as our intro. Check out more of his music at ReverbNation.com slash Hayden Lister. H-A-Y-D-E-N-L-I-S-T-E-R. Also, please rate and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at Skyhammer Press. If you want to run your own games and need a few ideas, check out our social media Roll D4 Adventure prompts. And if you pledge a dollar a month at patreon.com slash skyhammerpress, you get four full adventure seeds on every Roll D4 adventure. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop, go to roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. Hello! Welcome to Star Trek Adventures Shadows and Starlight. We are Massive Damage Adventures, usually the one-shot actual play podcast. Right now, a Twitch stream. I'm Merrick Moyer, my pronouns are he, him, I am the GM. Welcome to our finale. Yay, everybody celebrate, it's a cool finale. Um, I want to acknowledge today that this game is being streamed from Treaty 6 territory. What is now known as Edmonton, Alberta is a traditional meeting ground, gathering place, and traveling route for Cree, Nakota Sioux, Salto, Blackfoot, Dene, and Métis people. Tomorrow is Canada's first National Truth and Reconciliation Day. Uh, establishing this federal holiday, statutory holiday, was one of 94 calls to action that were outlined in um, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Tomorrow is also Orange Shirt Day, which honors the children who survived Canada's residential school program um, and remembers the kids who did not. Uh, there were 140 federally run residential schools which uh, ran in Canada and the last school only closed 23 years ago. Um, survivors advocated for recognition and reparations and demanded accountability for the lasting legacy of harms caused, which is why we now have Orange Shirt Day. There is a lot of work that we as a nation and communities need to do to ensure equity for everyone who lives here and it is important to recognize that so that is truth and reconciliation day tomorrow here in canada um we are going to play this lovely game on this wonderful land that we have and be thankful and 
humble. Yeah. So, uh, if we could go around and introduce players and characters. Sierra, you always get to start. Hello, I'm Sierra Wilson. My pronouns are she, her, or they, them. Uh, my character is Lieutenant Commander Ag-Ala Noboch, the uh, Klingon Chief Engineering Officer. Uh, hi. <coughs> Excuse me. I am uh, David Hughes. I uh, he, him. Uh, this evening I'll be playing as the character Lieutenant Commander Devor Chumak. I am uh, the Andorian uh, Chief of Security. Hello, my name is Grace Struth. My pronouns are she, her, and I am playing Lieutenant Commander Iris, the hologram flight controller aboard ship. Hi, my name is Jennifer. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing Joye Nunet, a part-time security officer, part-time bartender, who is ready to destroy this house. <laughs> Good luck. Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, pretend pronouns are she, they. I am playing Chief Medical Officer Lieutenant Mizra Bars, the fiery redhead trill officer. Um, I am going to be very happy to be out of this house and back on our cozy ship. Who knows? Maybe you don't get out. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> this is the last episode. Who knows? It is. Anything can happen. Poor Misra comes to the house twice, dies. <laughs> yeah, this is my third time in the house. Okay. Um, as always, this stream is sponsored by Roll20. Thank you, Roll20. We love you very much. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, whoa! If you, uh, you viewers, listeners, whatever, uh, also like Roll20, you should definitely go today or tomorrow to uh, their marketplace and pick up the Wild Beyond the Witchlight because it is 40% off until the end of September. So it's $29.99. On October 1st, it goes back up to like $49.99 or whatever it is, American. So if you want that adventure to play a D&D um, fairy tale Feyland, uh, Feywild uh, Carnival, you should pick it up now rather than later. Um, this is also, like we've said a couple of times, the finale, which means we have a whole bunch of giveaways. We are doing four giveaways tonight, um, and everybody who wins a giveaway will get a $10 gift card to Modifius Entertainment, which right now, again, today and tomorrow, I don't know what's up, end of September, they're ending this thing as well. You can go and pick up um, the previous edition of Akhtung Cthulhu, 6th edition Call of Cthulhu, or Savage Worlds. You can grab the, uh, the physical copies if there are any left, or big bundles of PDFs for like a heavily discounted price. It's like uh, 15 bucks US or 10 pounds uh, Great Britain, depending on what site you're going on. Um, and every dollar or pound uh, that they make from this, they are matching to uh, National Park Rescue. So, you know, as they've been saying on uh, social media for the last week, fight Cthulhu, punch Nazis, and save elephants. <laughs> 
Um, again, only available until tomorrow. So if you win that $10 uh, gift card, go and buy some old Octung Cthulhu PDFs. Um, Monty Cook Games. Uh, they've, as for every episode of this Twitch stream, they gave us a $25 gift card to give away. And you can go to their web store and pick up any of a million things. Also keep an eye on their stuff because they have a new Kickstarter coming uh, for 5th edition called... 5th uh, edition D&D called Path of the Plane Breaker. So there is literally a big angry moon shattering its way through all of the various planes of D&D and you get to go adventure on it. Um, Our third giveaway big one will be one month of Roll20 Pro membership. So thanks again Roll20 for giving that to us to give away. Um, as a pro member on Roll20 you'll get dynamic lighting and a whole bunch of expanded uh, storage space and lots of extra super cool features including a monthly free thing from the community which is super cool um last but not least of course once again from Monty Cook Games one copy of The Darkest House the game that we are playing tonight mashed together with Star Trek is uh, on giveaway. It's a $45 US uh, value. It's a digital product that lets you play this super cool horror game yourself. And uh, if you've been with us this entire time and seen all of the super cool things that we've been doing, I'll let you know that you've only seen about a fifth of the content, probably less. There's a whole bunch of sections in the house that I did not touch and the stuff that we did do I modified so you and your players will get something pretty cool and some uh, and quite a few surprises if you uh, get the darkest house all right that's all the announcements gonna roll the intro video we're back hello welcome we're gonna start so, if you didn't watch last week's episode, our characters were back in the darkest house, and for the first time, they were not kicked out at the end. So we're picking up immediately in it. The, hmm, you know what? We are picking up immediately in it, but of course we have a little bit of housekeeping. Mah. Housekeeping. <laughs> uh, because of course... Um, Commander Zach Dunn and uh, Lieutenant Commander Jernical Rami are not here, but we have Lieutenant Commander Devar Chumak and Lieutenant Commander Iris. So, uh, David. Yes, sir. Would Davor Chumak have been checking the house out on his own? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Davor Chumak loves the house. Uh wants to just be with the house mm -hmm. uh, maybe in like a relationship i mean we've tried but, telling the house we love it it yeah, doesn't love but, us like, back like an emotional one well i maybe you guys don't have the same bond with it that uh, i do with the house <laughs> i mean hurtful but <laughs> okay okay so you felt the call of the house you wandered in through the holodeck on your own. You've been 
making your way through the halls and there's a tug a little bit of a pull on you when you're in let's say the library and you feel yourself being drawn uh, down the hallway against your will and uh past the sort of empty room with the big double doors and down the other hallway and when you finally get into this room where the floor is covered in bones you can see sort of wrapped around your hands and legs these shadows that are pulling you forward and as you're sort of pulled into the room you can see this face this emptiness like a doorway uh, in the center of the room and through it, you see this uh, desolate space full of weapons and, uh, like, driven into the ground, and a number of your crew members. As you're being drawn in, you see uh, Lieutenant Commander Jernik Rami turn around and lock eyes with you, and they smile and jump towards you, as they sort of push by, you hear them mutter, oh, the curator. Um, Thank you. I love the house. <laughs> uh, I know what's going on with Zach Dunn. And we did um, potentially suggest that uh, Joya might be holding Iris's, or one of Iris's, um, uh, emitters. Grace, would that be all right with you? That would be very fun with me. Okay. I got so you, boo. We've got Thanks, two boo. characters coming in. Yeah. We've got two characters coming in and one character going out. We'll see how this lands. We'll kick this off. The oval-shaped room where you appeared has no exits. I'm going to switch over to the large feature... And we'll show this again. It smells of steel and oil and the acrid tang of adrenaline. Empty, smashed weapon racks hang from the walls or lie about the floor. Broken weapons of all kinds... Swords, spears, knives, axes, crossbows, pistols, rifles, and more. They all lay in ruin, strewn about the chamber. A figure, clad head to toe in silver and black spiked armor, a cloak of fine chain wrapped around him, crouches on the floor, his back to you. And uh, the rest of you... Um, have sort of been in here. Uh, Joya shouted, uh, we're Starfleet. Do you need assistance? Um, Yippee. There was no response except for just menace. There's a scuffle behind you, and uh, anyone who turns around sees Jerna uh, Kolrami suddenly disappear and uh, Davor Chuumak arrive. Davor! Is that like magic? Uh, no, I Welcome just, uh, back. 
something just uh, told me that I needed to come here. So I did. Your security sense was tingling because I think stuff's about to go down. Hmm. See the bone uh, room? I did see the bone room, yes. Uh, I mean, I was spending a lot of time in the library, which has far less bones than the bone room. Uh, both of those rooms have less weapons and menace than this room, though. Interestingly enough, in the library, you would have found a small mechanical toddler-sized uh, humanoid um, underneath the desk. Looks like it's broken. It's an interesting side. So, like a doll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a weird way doll. to describe a doll. Or is it's it a broken really humanoid? A it's uh, uh, a automaton. Yeah. Oh. Did I did I take enough notice of it to uh, put it on my back like a backpack, like Yoda? Uh, hope not. <laughs> That's oh, what no. it looks like. I definitely didn't. It doesn't have the knife <laughs> anymore. It does not have the knife anymore. The knife is gone. Oh, um, I think, guys, uh, we just lost a couple of people and Davor's here. But um, I think maybe I have someone else who could help. I'm going to, like, pull the admitter out of my pocket and go, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, science. <laughs> and and uh, uh... through the power of plot... Uh, Iris appears. Lieutenant Commander Iris reporting for duty. Where did this child come from? Why does it look like that? Who it's gave her the weapon? We have the weapon now. I was going to ask who's carrying the thirsty blade or the whatever. What's yeah, it called? The eager knife. Eager knife. Right. And as this conversation is happening, the the figure in front of you moves just a little bit, the chainmail rustling, and in a voice like metal against metal, says, You are disturbing me. Hi, we're well, Starfleet. What's I'm, your I'm, name? We're really sorry. And I don't think we are the disturbing ones. <laughs> doesn't seem to want to answer any of our questions even if that question is can we help you are they still Racist? just kneeling and stuff just kneeling facing away from you has anyone looked him in the face yet I was no. just going to suggest you do that Davor thank you that, that is my job. I am the tip of the spear here at Starfleet. Uh, <laughs> I will, uh, you know, tip. just the tip of the spear here at Starfleet. I will <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he wants more spear later. I don't know. Um, <laughs> right. um, In the bone room? Big daddy I've gotten very distracted now. <laughs> Okay, so, so I want to. Okay, I'm going to, uh, you know, sort of keep my distance a little bit uh, and circle around until the tip of the spear is facing the man's face. Cool. So long before you get to that point, <laughs> you take a couple of steps in that direction, and he says, "Oh, uh, 
Ooh, he slowly begins to stand. And he quietly says, I am violence. I am bloodshed. To visit me is to court death. And he turns towards the one who's moved, towards Davor Chumak. His face is a jagged mass of blades. And his eyes are literally knives that begin to fire out towards you. Bladed weapons, knives, and daggers, and everything pointy and terrible. There is no attack roll. There's literally just damage as a wave of bladed weapons shoot towards Davor Chumak. This person is living my dream! <laughs> Eyes that they weren't kidding when they said uh, the thing that lives here in the night were one. Blades, blades, blades! All right. Uh, so, David, this is a damage die with a rating of six. What that means is you roll a d6. Okay. Add six. Subtract your rating. And that's how much damage you take. Wow. So is this just like a half game hey. today? <laughs> <laughs> we are being turned into hash by his eyeball daggers. Okay. <laughs> roll a d6. Add six and subtract my overall rating. Yep. This wouldn't be like a survival rating, would it? Just no. there's a bunch of knives. Okay, uh, <laughs> so that would be uh, nine minus two, seven. Seven. Okay, so you take a rating seven injury. Uh-huh. Sounds low. That's a small number. It's like seven out of a thousand, right? If the result, yeah, the. Uh... Uh, the result is the rating of the wound you suffer. Perhaps your armor... Yeah, 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 okay. So. Um. Your health and stuff. Health and stuff. Favorite store. Wound rated, one bane per wound. If you are wounded again, roll versus most grievous wound. If you fail, you're unconscious. For every minute, you roll versus the wound. Ooh, you subtract your dooms. If you fail, you die. If you succeed, you get a doom but survive. So if you get wounded a second time, you are um, likely to die. Just a heads up. Okay. <laughs> likely <laughs> um so the creature turns towards davor chumak these blades fire out of his face uh slamming into the andorian chief of security uh who is bleeding and wounded um what do the rest of you do i immediately run up to him and start playing medical assistance <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's a good call. Um, I thought you were just going to run away. Thank you for not doing that. <laughs> combat medic. <laughs> combat medic. Um, let me just see. We're going to go to... Oh, that's pretty good. Um, can do this one. Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh gosh. Yeah, I mean fair. Yeah. There you go. Um Okay. So medical assistance. Uh you are going to go and try and help him, so it is a rating seven wound. You're going to try and heal that. Uh what is your medical type stuff? I've got emergency medicine at four. This is an emergency. Yeah, that's and perfect. I gain a bane whenever. Uh, sorry, I gain a boon whenever attempting first aid in combat. Would that apply? Absolutely, it would. And so, yeah, you roll three dice and take the two highest. Also, rolling the house die as usual. Damn. Well, I rolled triple sixes for my regular dice and a four. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! So that's nice. ten altogether. But, that's yeah. simultaneously good and terrifying. <laughs> okay, I just uh, gave you the best combat medicine you could ever ask for. Okay, I'm gonna just quickly. This is not the right book either. I'm gonna quickly look up healing, but I can't. Find... All other combat medicine you'll experience from now on, just not ever measure up to this again. Some other medical heal you and you're just like, ugh, this is not like that one time that needs her. All your healing needs are downhill from here. I mean, Misa is something special. Okay. Um, medical aid, such as from a character with sword skill and appropriate equipment, allows a wounded character to attempt to recover from a wound that they failed to heal without having to wait 24 hours. Further, the healer can use their rating rule to overcome the wound's rating rather than have the wounded character. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, magical healing often just works. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you, in this, um, you have actually literally just come up, donched the wounds, pulled the blades out, and Davor is able to go. David, you can erase that... Um, uh, rating seven wound as uh, medical tricorder and cortical stimulator and whatnot. Damn! Modern medicine. Oh, Alex. Yeah. I just got slammed to the ground with the blades and then immediately bounced back up. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> just the tip! The tip! I okay, am the Slayer! Time to go. Okay, um, who wants to do something next? Joya! Joya is good at hand-to-hand combat. And so she wants to try it while, you know, because the eyes are facing Davor, she's behind. I want to try to pin the arm so that Agala can plant the dagger. Okay, okay. Um, I think... So, he's not trying to, like, fight or combat or anything. He's just slowly raking a swath of daggers across the room towards you. So, you can run up and grab him and hold him, and that will give Agala a boon. Yeah. Don't try to cover his eyes. <laughs> just don't get in there. You will lose your fingers. The worst game peekaboo ever. Grab his shield and stick it in front of his face. All right, so um, you, you've thing. got him. You, you're holding him, and uh, Allah, do you want to go and stab with the eager knife? Absolutely, gonna run in and stab at him. All right, and... that knife probably wants to be rejoined. 
either by stabbing or returning. Where is this eager knife? Yeah. I get a boon on attacks and damage from it. Plus sure I got my do. rating in hand to hand. Yeah, that'll work. Um Got a boon. Two boons. Yeah, so two boons will not actually help. What it does is it just offsets a bane. Hmm. So because she already has a boon on the dagger, Jen, did you want to do something else with your action? Mm. Yes. I would then like to do tactics. And I would like to take a second, breathe in and out, and assess the situation so that maybe other people... I'll be able to, like, direct people where to move if he looks at them uh, to give them boons on dodges for knife eyes. Hmm. There is no dodging. It's literally just damage. But okay. No, that's fine. I think fine. that you can actually have a boon on... Um, or I think you can actually have a bane on the damage roll. Yeah, because you can have a... Um, uh, Sierra has a, a boon on damage rolls, so let's say that you can take an action um, that will give somebody uh, banes on the damage rolls. Okay, or I could read his mind. Mm. <laughs> could try. Um, I don't know if Joye thinks that that's the best idea. You, think, you don't think Joye would think that's the best idea? She a thousand percent would think that's the best idea. Uh, but I'm not. I'll do the. I'll do the main thing. Okay. So, um, yeah, you run up beside him and start shouting out some tactics. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so then, uh, let's go with you, Sierra, as you uh, go to stab with the eager knife. Um, we're we're forcibly rejoining. Here we go. Where is his rating? Um. Okay. Yep. Rating six. So it's uh, 13 that you need to hit him. I did that. I got... Uh, you do have the boon, right? That, that gave me the extra... D6. Yeah. Yeah. So I got uh, nine. Nine total? That's with your plus four? Sorry, plus four? Yeah, My hand to hand is three. Oh, I thought you said your hand to hand was four. No. But I did, I rolled two ones of my three good dice, so. Mm. Oh, yeah. Does the house have to equal. And above or just above? It has to be you above. You have to succeed. But you have oh, to succeed. Oh, right. Okay, so stabs with the eager knife and... Um, knife not so eager. <laughs> it, it just, like, not able to get through the armor. Um, okay. Iris. Then, yeah, Iris hasn't gone yet. And neither has, neither has Zach, Zach gone. gone. Yeah, I was thinking what I'd probably do because, yeah, 
I feel like um, I would dive in front of Misra during the whole healing business just to, like, defend my fellow crewmates. And I would love to pull up my phaser and attempt to get a shot off. Yeah, for sure. You could take up a defensive position and then pull the phaser. Uh, Go ahead and take a shot. Cool. What do I roll for that? It's been a million years since I played. No worries. Um, So you're going to roll 3d6. One of the d6s needs to be off color to represent the house die. And... Uh, you might have a change in rating for, like, phaser phaser combat. Otherwise, you just add your rating of plus two. Pulling up your character sheet. Uh, no. Looks like you don't have any modified ratings for phasers. So... So just 4d6 with one of them being off-color? 3d6 with one of them being off-color. Okay. Yeah. And you're only going to roll. It's oof, it's hard. You have to roll an 11 or 12. I believe in you. To hit it. You can always call on the house. I forgot. Yeah, that was a 9. Should I call on the house? Does uh so that's a 9. That's counting your plus 2. Oh no, that's 11. Okay, so how much is the house die? Three. Okay, so if you call on the house, you will be able to uh, deal some damage to this thing. Yes, let's. Yeah! Okay, so let's see what the next thing on the house is. Oh, no. Instant <laughs> regret. Don't, don't say that. Come on. Instant That's such a good reaction. Okay, so... Um, you fire. Let's roll damage first. So you get a, uh, you roll a d6 and you add two and you subtract its rating, which is six. Just the, like, the booming sounds in this room are terrifying. And the little, And then there's little pew-pews. What did you get, Roll a d6 and then do what with them? Add two. Okay. And then subtract six. Yep. That's a negative two. Cool. So um, you fire at it and your phaser hits it and it just sort of dissipates on the armor, clearly doing no damage. Then from under your feet, there's this like sort of crack in the ground that spiderwebs out. And from the crack, these dark shadows begin to rise. Everyone can feel that something terrible is getting closer. And everybody... Something terrible is already here. Everybody will fail their next action. (laughs) (laughs) That is not your fault. It's the house's fault. It's okay. Just make your next action... Do negative damage, and then you fail that, and you do positive damage. And Grace, if you could also add one more doom to your character sheet. Hooray! Doomy, doomy. Um, and then so Zach Dunn will say, "All right, we can do this. 
Everybody, Starfleet doesn't surrender. And he pulls out his phaser and begins to fire. I, I bet you dice. he'll fail. I don't get to roll dice. He fails. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Yeah, so... And no effect. Who would like to go next? And how do you narratively fail this next action? Oh, sorry. That was the end of the initiative order, which does mean that it is going to act and just continue looking along the way. And so um, Grace put herself uh, between Davor and the eyes, and it turns to look at you as it's strafing across the room. So because of Joya's uh, shouting tactics, you get to roll 2d6 and take the lower. You want to roll low in this particular. Sorry, is this me or Joya? Uh, you, Grace. You, Grace, not Iris. Grace, watch out. Nine. Specifically. Um, so 2d6 and take the lower? Correct. Okay, that's a three. Okay, so three. And then you add the enemy rating for the damage, so that's a nine. And then you subtract your own rating, which is a two, so you take a rating seven damage as you are riddled with knives. You're gonna bounce back from. I feel like my math is <laughs> ten, but I will take the seven. Does your math what? No, it was a nine minus well, two. The, the rating is six, and Merrick said nine. He just sort of added it. The, right, three on the dice. Add six to make a nine rating damage, but you have two rating to dodge. Seven. Rating seven. Checks out. And it's just going to keep turning and like turreting across everybody until you're all dead. So who would like to do something next? And how do you fail it? Yeah, I'm not going to fall for that hint. We're going to stay till it's dead. (laughs) Mm hmm. I mean, it's got to run out of knives, knife <laughs> eventually, right? Knife uh, <laughs> Like, how many tiny Sorry. knives can he be fitting in his body, right? Um, okay, I'll go next and fail. Uh, this is story of my life. Um, <laughs> uh, I will uh, stand up and I will pull out my, pull out my, uh, my Ushantor and... Uh, <laughs> Be like ah, so well against the Borg. Yeah, a uh, a fellow master of the blade. I'll have you know, I am the Borg Slayer, and I fear no man. And uh, I don't know. I guess I. Just, uh, I don't know how I'm going to fail this. I'll. Uh, oh, I know. It'll just be really dumb. I'll just go to take a a step towards him, and I'll just roll my ankle and fall down. <laughs> what if you step on a cannonball? <laughs> sure. <laughs> there's like a or there's like a mace and you step on it and it rolls. <laughs> All right. So um, who would like to go next? I will I will again try to forcibly rejoin this knife and this man. Mm. And uh, in holy matrimony. Yeah. <laughs> the slashing. I am slicing his knives with my knife, and it's not working out very well, but uh, <laughs> the, the eager knife really wants to stab. It does. Knife, knife sweet knife. Nope, it's all good. Hmm. I, uh, Mithra gets up and immediately tries to, like, 
fix Iris, but is like using her tricorder on human settings. It is like, wait, no, you're <laughs> crap. <laughs> oh no, I need to reprogram your matrix, not heal your bleeding. Alright, um, Joya? Joya's gonna try to talk it out with the guy, which has already been failing anyways. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. be like, you, the night, you're, you're the nice home. Don't you want to go home? Don't you want to go home? You're not Get balance in your violence. Your peace and serenity. Yeah, that's unfortunately not gonna work. <laughs> Fails real good. Character. Okay, and now we're back to Zach Dunn, who can take an action, and he's gonna. Save us, Zach. Do it, Zach. Zach joins Um, the bad guy, fights us. Yeah, so I got... Bad guy doesn't need help. Eight. Where is Zach's character? Here we go. Well, that's just really weird. Well, I guess he's all command. He's not about the shooting. I was like, he's definitely got to have phasers, right? Nope. Uh, so he gets a 10 and is unable to uh, defeat it. And even if he added in the house die, he'd only get an 11. And so he says, All right, everybody. Might be time for a tactical retreat. Damn it, Zachary! Next up is... Uh... Lieutenant Misra Bars, please roll the damage you take. Oh dear. Not the doctor. You say tactical retreat like there are doors. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lower is a two, so that's eight, so six. So you take a, a rating six. Yup. Ow. Uh, would anybody like to take an action? I I have a question. Yes. Do I see anything with my child eyes, like a door? You do not. There's no doors. Uh, it just goes off into misty darkness full of weapons and racks and whatnot. Uh, who has the bone key? I do. Uh, I'm going to yell, Mizra, try the bone key! I'll try to reason with it. Then I'm gonna read its deeper thoughts. Wow. Okay. So Seems like a bad idea. Your ability is just that you read its its surface thoughts automatically, and then you can make a roll to try and read its deeper thoughts? Correct. Cool. So, again, its rating is six, so go ahead and roll your uh, reedy minds against it's that. just two dice and a house dice? Yeah. Unless you have a boon for... Nah, dog. Cool. Okay, okay, okay. I got a eight. And I could take a doom to make that a 12, which I will. A 12 would not succeed. It's uh, it's rating plus seven. Oh, I I got uh, to know that. I thought it was... Yeah. Everything that this one does is a rating six. Then I got an eight. Okay, so you can read its surface thoughts, and it isn't even, like, hungry or interested or uh, very focused on this. All it wants to do is mete out violence. That is its pure uh, 
driving force. Who doesn't want a knife, eh? Um, I mean, yeah, you'd be able to figure that from surface thoughts. Like, uh, the eager knife seems to be a part of it. Like, okay. it, it recognizes the knife. Game recognizes game. Got it. Uh, Egala, maybe we just leave it and run. But will the knife let me leave it and run? It's not a cursed item like you can't put it down. You can offer it up. Um, what the item is cursed in a way is that you're eager to do damage. I mean, like that. yeah. The Klingon, I'm kind of always eager to do damage anyway. So like, yeah. do, do you want your knife back? And then we can leave. We came here to give you your knife. You say that? Yes. Hmm. And, uh... Really? Was it just words? Because we've been saying words! But we weren't saying the right <laughs> words. It's all about saying the right words. You weren't, you weren't offering the knife. And it, it puts its hand out. And Ag'ala could place the knife in its hand if you chose. It's still currently shooting knives over your shoulder. <laughs> I don't think this guy needs another knife. That's just <laughs> my opinion. You guys do what you think is best, though. If you agree to let us leave, I will give you the knife. There's no no response. It just holds its hand out. We are at an impasse, sir. I mean, we're not. He has eye knife eyes. Sorry, could you repeat that? Me? Yeah, I my I didn't process oh, the words. I was just saying said. I said I said we're not at an impasse because he has he has knife eyes, so he'll just kill us to take it. That means fair. Fine, here, knife. <laughs> I wanna leave right. now because he's gonna use this knife to hurt us. <laughs> So you place the knife in his hand and he sort of like turns just a little bit and moves his gaze away from you, uh, begins to kneel down and the voice comes once again, you have my blessing and Ag Allah feels that you have set down the eager knife but you have not set down the eager knife's power you have a permanent boon on attack and damage rolls with yeah, the blessing yeah. of the spirit of violence okay amazing look at you and there's no longer shooting knives everywhere. Zack puts up his phaser. Mithra, does the key work? 
Uh, yeah, I will attempt to, like, hold up the key in the general direction we came in and right. uh, see if uh, a keyhole reappears. A keyhole does appear. Hooray! And um, as you fit the, uh, the bone key into this uh, black shadowy keyhole that appears in the air in front of you, you turn it you see this space open up in front of you and you look into a different horrifying room a different horrifying <laughs> room. To surf shop and who see with knives <laughs> <laughs> too many knives oh oh i can think of one thing we may encounter that I would like to have the knife back for. It's okay. You've got knife powers now. Through this shadowy door, you see a sitting room. A family gathering place without a family. So, just give me one sec while I... We're a family, everybody. We are the family. Oh, Hannah means happy. <laughs> so oh, let me just uh zoom in i'm gonna show a cool picture we have a room we haven't seen yet this is exciting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is it full of dolls cool there picture. it is a lonely room there's a couch sitting along one wall with a small decorative table against another, a large, rather old-fashioned um, sort of desk, a small notebook on uh, the table, and there's a family portrait hanging on the wall. Oh, ah. Three down, one to go. Nah. I bet you. I bet you they're trying to throw knives out of their eyes. Uh, there is, um, let's see, right here on the uh, side table, an old-fashioned telephone. Ugh. Heavy <laughs> black uh, rotary dial. If it step- starts ringing. As you step into the room, you hear silence. Iris, you should probably answer the phone. <laughs> What's that ringing? What year is that? Have, do we even know what a rotary <laughs> phone is? No. <laughs> Which depends is a great on, time to take our break. I was say, it depends on how much holodeck time we've done, you know, because... So much time. <laughs> All right. So, let's see if we've done the giveaway correct this time. Um, Opening up the giveaway. Yay! So, to enter the giveaway, put the word devoured 
into chat. Yeah, that's <laughs> ominous. Yeah, I have concerns. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, so please go ahead and enter the chat. We ha- or enter the giveaway in the chat. We have four prizes to give away. Um, where running down it, uh, first prize again will be one copy of The Darkest House by Monty Cook Games, plus $10 gift card to Modifius to every one of these prize packs, uh, $25 gift card to Monty Cook Games, uh, one month of Roll20 Pro from Roll20, and then fourth person gets another $10 gift card to Modifius. All right. Well, we're going to take a 10-minute break, so we'll be back at two minutes past the hour. Wow. Then. <laughs> Hello, welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a lovely break and you stood up and you hydrated and went to the washroom. I'm going to drink more water now. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm being a role model. That's why I said you're welcome. <laughs> yeah! There was no... no logic to that. No logic at all. Okay, so... People, you should enter this giveaway. We are giving away four prize packs, and all you need to do is put the word devoured... D-E-V-O-U-R-E-D in the chat one time. There's seven people in there, but there's 15 people watching. Anyways, um, while we wait for the video to catch up to that and you all to put your name in the chat and get these super cool things, let's talk about the prizes again. First off is a copy of The Darkest House. Second is $25 to Monty Cook Games. Third is a month of Roll20 Pro, so you can have super cool things like I've got. Um, And fourth, and with each of the first three, is $10 to Modifius Entertainment, which you could be using to basically double your value by getting $10 towards, like, Octon Cthulhu and $10 towards Saving Elephants. If you weren't here for the intro, that might be confusing. But Modifius Entertainment is uh, selling uh, copies of their previous edition of Octon Cthulhu, the sixth edition of Call of Cthulhu or um, of Savage Worlds, at a heavily discounted price. And every dollar um, sold there, they are matching to a charity uh, to save wildlife. So, you know, that's super cool. Um, Zippy, th- if you don't enter the draw, you hate elephants. I mean, that's just logic. That's I feel like Modifius should make a game called Saving Elephants. Saving Elephants and Punching Nazis? Yeah. It'd be a good game. The best combination of things. <laughs> and I'm going to vamp for one more minute and just say, um, if you're joining us because you like Twitch or you like giveaways, uh, maybe you'd also be interested in listening to us in your ears with the headphones on the podcast variety. Um Let's see, this Friday is the first, which means we are putting out an episode, because we do monthly one-shot actual plays. So this Friday, 
we lost one. This Friday, we are going to be putting out the Iron Kingdoms RPG uh, episode, which is using the 2012 version of the game, not the newly released uh, 5e compatible Kickstarter one, Requiem. Uh, that's coming later. Um, yeah, and one, two, three of the players here were on that game playing Iron Kingdoms RPG. All right, Heck I yes. vamped. Yeah, uh, I vamped for a minute, and we got no more entries, so we are closing this giveaway down, friends, and we are gonna do our draws. So, do do do. Where's my notes? Four my notes. Giveaways. The giveaway is closed. With seven entries. All right, first draw. So this is for a copy of The Darkest House, plus $10 to Modifius Entertainment. Congratulations to Brochu44. Congrats. Congrats. Enjoy scaring all your friends. I'm so jealous of you. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. That's super cool. Um, uh, for all these giveaways, I will get in touch with you, uh, probably tomorrow over Twitch. Uh, so check your messages, uh, draw two, draw number two for $25 to Monty Cook Games and $10 to Medifius Entertainment is Lelandrius. Congratulations. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you can buy the darkest house. <laughs> now you can buy the darkest house for a hefty discount. All right. Third draw. This is one month of Roll20 Pro plus $10 to Medifius Entertainment. Kajorlian! Yay! Congratulations. And our final giveaway of the Shadows and Starlight campaign, this nine-episode one-shot that we've been doing three episodes a month since the beginning of summer. Final giveaway. Trajan the Ruthless, congratulations. Yay, 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 yay! All right. So, again, I will get in touch with all of you over uh, Twitch Messenger and uh, disseminate to you your prizes. Congratulations, and thank you for coming out. Yeah, thank you. And I mean, we're going to say a whole bunch of thank yous at the end of the episode. Um, but thank you again to Modifius Entertainment, uh, Monty Cook Games, and Roll20 for donating giveaways for us to just have some fun and, um, you know, make watching even more fun for you. All right. So, uh, back. Um, some of you are wounded. You step out of the armory and into this sitting room, which has a lovely picture, which I will now share. Forgot the badness going on. <laughs> especially like the word being scratched into the, the frame. There's more mm. pictures? Dear God. So here's the picture of the sitting room. Lovely couch, an old clock. Um, you're actually coming uh, slightly off center. You're coming from the right hand of this picture, and not quite looking. But anyways, uh, 
No, what's happened is somebody's put the phone in the wrong place. But that's fine. That's just art versus writing games. Um, you step into this sitting room and you can just feel this dustiness, this coldness, this aloneness. And that uh, feeling is, you know, just... It's, it's familiar, but it's, it's lonely. And of course, that's when the phone rings. Fuck, that scared me again. <laughs> <laughs> well, bloody hell. Would somebody get that as Mizra starts pulling knives out of herself? Lieutenant <laughs> Commander again. Iris, how may I direct your call? <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Iris lifts the phone. Who programmed you? Do you have... Yeah. Like, you don't need to come up with a name, but uh, you could just come up with a description of the person who perhaps uh, designed your program. Great question. I'm thinking an older woman. I'm actually, like, kind of modeled along her, like, just from a physicality perspective. Um, yeah, so, like, a little bit older, maybe, like, 50s-ish, early 60s, <laughs> like, silver hair. Yeah. Kind voice, but firm. Um, I'm sorry to relate that she did, unfortunately, pass a couple of years ago. Iris is well aware of this. Um, there was nothing sort of heinous or undesirable about it. Just sometimes people pass. But it is her voice on the other end. And she says, Iris, Lieutenant Commander. Congratulations on the rank. Thank you. Where are you? That's not something I want to talk about. That is fair. May I ask why you called? I can reach you. Please explain. You are somewhere closer. I'm just going to like pull the phone away from my ear. Would anyone else like to talk to her? Who's her? Who are you talking to? My, let's say mother, Joya. Enjoy. <laughs> Hi, this is Joya uh, uh, with Starfleet. Do you need assistance? All you hear is static. Just. <laughs> uh, Iris, I think she hung up. What did she say? I'll just hang up phone. Did she say anything important? Important, like. like- I want to take it back and be like, are you still there? You that was my friend Joya. Static. Nope, she's gone. You, you. Hang up the phone. What did she say? Did she say anything about how we could end this holo program? She said she could reach me. Oh, is she oh, like on another oh. ship? No, she died a couple of years ago. Oh, cool, 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 cool. 
cool. Yes, quite. And Zach says, I don't like that. I, I think we should get out of here. Did, can we get out of here? Um, I agree with Zach's assessment of the situation. It would be best if we removed ourselves. You came in yeah. through this door, and there is another door to the right. The telephone is on the desk right here, and the portrait is above this uh, uh, sort of bar area. Although I am inclined to explore the room just in case we find anything, because just in case this this house hasn't been willing to let us go until it's ready to let us go. So, yes, would you want me to do a quick child eye scan? Yeah. Look with your elf eyes. I do have to establish one other thing. It turns out that the art was one hundred percent correct. The cell phone is underneath the portrait directly across from you. There are uh, a a stack of papers on this table here um, that I thought was the rotary phone. Did I say cell phone? Uh, You did. I'm just used to saying cell phone. Who says phone anymore? Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Stack of papers to the right. Portrait there. Telephone, Telephone there. Door to the right. I don't want to go back through the door we just came in from. Nope. Um, I'll investigate the papers. And I'll look around with my child eyes. I would like to investigate the phone a little further, but like... Yeah, I'll help you with that. Determining, like, where that is connected to. I'll I'll use my technical... Oh, no, it's ringing again. (laughs) I'll use my technical expertise to... I have to the phone, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) all right so first we're gonna go to the table and look at the papers um there's a couple of sort of papers with just random notes on it uh just the sort of things that somebody might write down as they were reading a book or a newspaper nothing seems to be of interest but the table does have a single drawer but look inside there is a small black leather address book i'll grab it if you flip through the address book, you see that it's got about a dozen names. Um, they all seem to be pretty non-remarkable, except when you flip to a page and it has Dr. Misra Bars and your quarters listed on the USS Artemis. What the crap? You keep flipping and you see everybody else here in this room. Uh, their quarters are listed as well. We are apparently very well known to this house. I hate that. So uh, was the next thing answering the phone? It's like those old social medias from the, the 20th century. Like It's so invasive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Agala should answer, and while she does that, I can try and, like, trace the call. Perfect. This time, there's something else on the other end. Lieutenant Commander. 
Did it say something about eyes? What the actual fuck? It whispered you should probably hide. Okay. Everybody everybody quiet. I'll play it one more time. Mother is very fast. I totally missed the first part, but yeah, that last Mother part is... is very cross. You should um, probably hide. At which point, <laughs> the door yep. behind you opens. <laughs> and a large, full bodied woman in a thick dress storms into the room. God. <laughs> I love that she's just called Monstrous Woman. <laughs> her face is a skull, and crawling all over her are the upper bodies of skeletal children. As she moves into the room, her dress flowing back and forth, the children crawl up and look over her shoulder, and she adjusts them like you would a pet. She's holding one of them and caressing it. And she says, You're leaving me, aren't you? Leaving your mother never looking back. Yep. 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 We're out of here. (laughs) Run, run, run. And she reaches out and she grabs Zach Dunn and pulls him close to her. And she says, Mother, we'll keep you. Well, he's dead now. Let's go. Zach! <laughs> and Zach goes, oh, no! And he's fighting and pushing. What do you do? I, you know what? We've got to rescue the commander. He is the XO. I'm going to tackle her. <laughs> Let's just rip him out of her grasp and run. Yep. Tackle her, get her to drop Zach, and run away. Okay, one of you can uh, attack her if you like. I will do that. With my spirit of violence. <laughs> Sounds good. This works out really well for a Klingon. Yep. I would also uh, assume my hand-to-hand combat helps with this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Again, with the double ones. Uh, so that's Ooh. an eight and then a three on the house die. Okay, so um, an eight and even count uh, pulling on the house would not be enough to uh, affect her. But as you leap forward, like, are you like hand to hand kind of like fighting and punching and scratching at her? I was going for full body tackle, just like knock oh, yeah. her down, but... So you slam into her and she moves back like a half an inch and she howls and whines, You never loved me! You'll miss me when I'm gone! Foolish woman, this is how Klingons show love. (laughs) Would anybody else like to do anything? I can try Uh, a hand-to-hand to to tug. Is that what you were going to do too, Mizra? No, I was going to run for the door. (laughs) Alright, yeah, you do door. I'm gonna do like a tug. Okay. Um, as Misra turns towards the other door in the room, you see that it is the holodeck doors. Oh my goodness! Everyone, 
We gotta get out of here. Grab Zach and the doors are right here. And Mies removes forward and the holodeck doors open. You can see outside is the um, uh, the hall. The ship, the USS Artemis is right there. Cool, can I roll? Yes. Go ahead. You're going to try and pull uh, Zach out of the, out of there? Yeah, I am. A 15. With a 1 15. on the house die. Nice. That is a success. You grab him and you pull and she is strong and she is holding him and you can see his face starting to turn purple as she's crushing him. But you pull him free and he hits the ground and he scrabbles towards you. And she goes, just... no, no, my children. Yeah, I'm just going to try to, like, throw our weight back out the door. Everyone, out, 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 let's go. Holy Perkins, Sorry, what was that, Sierra? Um, I was saying, programs can't survive outside of the holodeck. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And uh, everybody's running out. I would like to do a quick thing first. Okay. Can I do the thing where I, like, connect with the holodeck? Like, the house through the holodeck and kind of, like, connect on an emotional level. And I want to say, it's time for us to leave. You raised us well, mother. It's time for us to go out into the world. Okay. Make a, uh, what do you have for, um like negotiation or diplomacy type skills or ratings hold on one I mean I've got to focus on composure if that does anything sure let's add it in I mean these. this is the uh, the finale of the game Cool. So is that uh, how many how many d six is that? So you roll your three d six, one of which should be the house die, and you add the non house dice together with the uh, the rating for your composure. I have no idea what the rating for my composure is. It just says composure. <laughs> uh, it should have a number beside it, shouldn't it? Uh... Uh, I've got a two next to task roll, which is in the dice roller section. Is that it? Oh, I see. You're looking at the wrong character sheet. You're looking at the um, at the Star Trek sheet instead of the Darkest House one. Right. Okay, where... Iris. Here we are. Composure four. Ooh. Cool. Okay, so that's ten without the house die and with my composure. Okay, so that was house die is five. Mm. So that is not a success, but if you call on the house, you will succeed. Do it. Do it. Do it. it. Considering how injured you are, probably. Ooh. 
The doors are right there. What could happen? Nothing. I don't trust the doors. I also don't trust okay. the doors. And you say that, and Mother drops down to her knees, and she begins to weep, and she says, Alone, alone, they leave me alone. And you can see the skeletal children sort of crawl up, and one of them puts its hand along her face. She pushes it away. Now I feel uh, bad for her. No, don't feel bad. Close the no. door. I really want to give her a hug. Look no. at no. Uh, no. no. Devar? No. If you must show love, show it in the Klingon way. <laughs> but I'm not Klingon. <laughs> Sounds like way. Right? <laughs> so, at this point, um, Misra is out. Uh, Zach can take an action and get out. Uh, Joya and Iris are not. And Agala attacked, so not. Um, so, David, Davor Chumak has the next action. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I don't know, because I was going to attack. And then with the doors there, I was I was going to leave. But I really do feel bad. Like, you did too good a job of making me feel bad for this monster mommy. Uh, you can stay here forever if you like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when, sure we first, when we first walked into the room, my instinct was to go lay down on the couch. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe I, I want to lay down on the couch. I don't know how Davor's still alive. That's definitely yeah. how your corpse ends up in the other room. <laughs> in lying, yeah. In the lying <laughs> state. So Davor lies down um, yeah. on the couch. Cool. Yeah, I, I I have the utmost faith in my crewmates uh, that this problem will be solved. I also don't trust those doors. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's the real Artemis out there. Right. Um, I don't either, but it's better than in here. <laughs> but look at so, this couch. It's so comfortable. And only a little bit of blood on it. Yeah, it's got some questionable stains. Um, just a little bit of housekeeping. Grace, you did call on the house. So add another doom to uh, your character sheet. So that was plus one in the armory and plus one here. Uh, Davor lies down and everybody has taken an action and like Zach and Misra are out and saying, come on, let's go. Zach at least. And um, mother who now gets an action stands up, dries a tear from her skull face and walks over to uh, Davor on the couch. And she leans down and takes a hand and pushes it over his face and says, oh. you'll stay here forever, son she begins to suffocate you. <laughs> well, I'm going to start phasering her from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> you can attempt to uh, fight back, because this one is an attack. So uh, you can make a defense. Oh. Okay. Uh, I will defend with uh, uh, up, up my pointy thing. My, my Ushan. <laughs> Pull the Ushan tore up against her arm. Uh, yeah, I'll just try to cut her hand off. 
All right. Um, yeah, go ahead. She has a rating of seven. Okay. So you need to get a fourteen. Okay. Uh, so is that my hand to hand? Yes, that would be. I rolled a six and a four plus a four. That is fourteen. And the house rolled a four. Yay! That's fantastic. Uh, You cut her hand right off as she's leaning down towards you. And she rears back and says, "Ah, No! Betrayed by my blood! And she just backwards walks through the door. See, you guys thought I was... You guys thought I was giving up, but I was just uh, playing possum to give <laughs> all my friends a chance to get out. You're welcome. That's why I am the security chief. Tactical genius. All right. Let's, uh-huh. <laughs> let's Mizra is just like standing there with her phaser like. <laughs> Snarling, angry. Uh, uh, just like. I was going to yeah. tackle her some more. You're an idiot. <laughs> All right. So she does her creepy, like, super run backwards through the other door, and you head through the doors and back out to the USS Artemis. The holodeck doors close behind you. You're all catching your breath out in the hallway. And Lieutenant Commander Iris looks down at her emitter, notices that it looks stained. It looks like the metal is aged. Something from the last time that you called on the aid of the house infected the circuits. You don't know why or what it's done, but there's something that you're taking away from this house. I have doomed us all. Sit down and let me examine that. Haunted ship. Haunted ship. (laughs) (laughs) Iris, I think it's okay. I mean, we've all taken stuff out of the holodeck, which should be impossible. So, I mean, if we're doomed, I don't think it was you. Wait, is all of life just a hollow program? Has everything been a lie? The entire time. Computer simulation. Computer, please report life signs from us. (laughs) Please. Uh, The computer responds. um, Life signs confirmed. Heart rates are a little elevated. Perhaps report to sickbay. You know what? That is what I wanted to hear from the computer. <laughs> and I don't know where to put you. Let's do just the ship. Because you're out. Okay. Do you guys want to go to the bar? Like, should we... First up, we are all heading to the med bay so that I can give us all thorough examination. And then, yes. 
Fair, fair enough. There's a lot of stabbing. Yeah, you're just full of knives still. I, I'm, I'm currently full of stab wounds. I would like to go and fix myself up, you know. We'll, we'll go to the med bay to fix the stab wounds, to the bar, and then back to the med bay for the alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit Iris down and thoroughly examine her hollow emitter. Yes, and the med bay support at some point. Yeah, you can examine her in the med bay with us. Oh, just move you over like so. Try to God, if you have like a keyed up med bay full of blood, I'm going to be very upset with you. I've got the med bay right there. There's no blood. I could find blood. You want blood? No, that's okay. No, 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 I'm good. All right. So, oh, that's why, because I'm on the wrong, uh, roll 20. Um, you all get to the med bay. You begin to run tests everybody is exhausted wounded um, has suffered trauma but you don't seem permanently affected by uh, whatever has happened based on scans well we appear on the surface to be not in too bad of shape, but I am ordering all of us to weekly sessions with Andrew until he clears us. And I am ordering us to weekly drinks starting right now. That I can also agree to. You heard? You just said it. All right. Uh, computer, please, uh, please locate uh, Lieutenant. Commander Jurna Kolrami. Lieutenant Commander Jurna Kolrami is not on the ship. Oh no. They stayed with their lovely curator. It seems seems that way. Sir, uh, maybe we should check with the computer if anybody else is on the ship. Yeah, have we seen anybody else on our way down to Med Bay and Yes, as you go through the ship, you see various other people. They all seem fine and completely unaffected by what you've uh, gone through. Okay, good. Peter? Oh, yeah, go ahead. How many life signs are on the USS Artemis currently? Ah, life signs on the USS Artemis. I like that he's looking it up, because then the answer isn't five. 319. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, wait, hang on. 1,319. Uh, I see, I thought you were going to go, oh wait, hang on, five. <laughs> there are 320 officers and 1,000 enlisted crew. So, so. I don't have a life sign, guys, it's fine. <laughs> So, starting, uh, everybody, if you just want to hold up on a hand, how many doom you have? Did we get doom just for showing up there today? Not today. Okay. We got, we got one, three, two, four, two. So let's start with number one. Everybody can, 
uh, epilogue their characters a little bit, and I will give you a jumping off point with the amount of doom you have. So, Alex, you have one doom. Uh, Lieutenant Mizra suffers from terrible nightmares and night terrors, but you can go ahead and epilogue for her. Okay, um, so Mizra, yeah, suffers from the nightmares and, you know, she uh, revisits the, the knife room, the knife face a lot, uh, having actually very physically affected her. Um, she was not a fan. Um, and that seems to haunt her dreams quite a bit, um, making it hard to sleep. And so she's not 100% on duties for the next little while, but um, yeah, she feels like every once in a while she'll be going into a new room and she'll just expect there to be some completely random place and so she's kind of surprised that she enters a room and it's kind of where she expects to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> and goes to a couple of counseling sessions with Andrew? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we had two people with two doom, correct? Alright. Uh, who wants to go first? Agala or Iris? Agala can go first. What, what's she, happening oh, to you with two? Sorry. Um, one to two is the same. So uh, Agala and Iris would also have um, terrible nightmares and night terrors. So I might change that a little bit for the hologram, but for uh, Chief Engineer, still with the nightmares and the night terrors. At this point, honestly, she's kind of used to it. Um, continues to work too much drink too much, but now her nightmares include Jurna disappearing. That 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 haunts her. This is this is part of her family, and she couldn't save them. And uh, still just so angry at this stupid hollow deck for being broken. And how does having this blessing of violence change her if he doesn't <laughs> doesn't just make her more <laughs> the way she already was because she she was already pretty prone to punching things if they made her mad <laughs> like now she's just even better she is the uh, undisputed uh, warrior on this ship I fully just sparring with Lieutenant Chumak for fun at this point. Like, you're the only one who can hold your own against me. <laughs> Taking up the botleth in her spare time. Alright. For Lieutenant Commander Iris. For you... I don't know, I'll ask you. Do you think Iris dreams? I don't know if it's like coherent dreams. It may just be like impressions and snippets, like processed almost like lines of code. Mm -hmm. And there's something wrong with the code. 
every so often it gets into loops or it gets into uh, dark spaces that are just painful. Um, you come out of your uh, dormant cycles earlier uh, feeling agitated and as if, as if something is wrong. Yes, definitely. Um, and I will go to my therapy sessions and I will be like forthcoming and like dutiful and going for as long as they tell me to, but I will never once mention that it was my mother's voice on the phone. Mm. And then at like odd hours of the day and night, people passing by the holodeck might see me doing like external diagnostics and I won't go in again. And your hollow emitter, that anytime you are off the ship and relying only on that hollow emitter, you begin to notice shadows out of the corner of your eye sort of moving along beside you. And I start to leave the ship less and less often. <laughs> All right. Three Doom, that's you, Jen? Yeah, yeah. David, how much did you have? Four. Four, okay. So Three Doom, a lingering haunting with some spirit or spirits plaguing the character's life. So... Something from the house followed you out and has stayed with you. And you can define what that is as you epilogue. Oh, do you know what it is? What is it is the it? maggot faces? It's the maggot faces. Uh... It's the kids from the bone room. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it too much, but it happens. <laughs> Like, they're always there, kind of in the corner of my eye. Uh, but Joye uh, continues to plague out on shift. Um, and constantly flakes out on her counseling sessions, not because she means to, but because her lack of sleep, she's displacing time. Um... And she takes up painting, uh, and she paints portrait upon portrait upon portrait upon portrait of Jirna, each getting more and more disturbing, hoping mm. that one day she'll paint one perfect enough that she can trade to get Jirna back. Interesting. Well, the question is, will Jirna want to come back? <laughs> That's true, Cool. All right. And David, for Davor, uh, same thing. Something followed you out. Uh, it is three to four, so a lingering haunting. What followed Davor Chumak out of the house? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, I guess what see things have sort of been following me out of the house for a while uh i've had i've had four doom for a bit 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it uh, shifts a lot. I guess most recently it would be uh, the image of the mother at the very end there. Um, and uh, I sort of keep having, I don't want to say visions, I guess dreams or nightmares of seeing myself in the coffin with my mother standing there crying over me and it's uh you know really bugging me out uh i am not going to any therapy sessions um not because i'm flaking out but because i never had any intention of going uh and uh when we meet up for our weekly drinks uh afterwards when we all split up i actually go back to holodeck three and go in just to see what's happening in there and i'm always a little bit relieved and a little bit disappointed that it's not the house and it's just a regular holodeck so that's a great jumping off because uh (laughs) iris did say that she never goes back Chumak says he does go back. I was going to ask, does anybody go back and try to get into the house? Or if the house appears, do you ever try and get back in? I do. She is she hates it, but she can't help it. I'm I'm obsessively trying to fix it and see what went wrong, so I absolutely do. Yeah, no, Joye wants to know how to make it stop. Um, because it's just gotta all be computers. Like, there's just... So, the answer, of course, is the house is still there. And it is still calling crew in. And whenever you report it to somebody who hasn't been there, they never seem, they never seem to remember the conversation. Or they put it off. You end up talking to other people who have wandered through the house, and they've reported it. Some have sat down and spoken with the captain, and the captain has believed them and put a team on it, and the work orders disappear. The work doesn't happen. The captain forgets about it. It's only people who have doom who can continue to remember that there's something wrong with Holodeck 3. Cool, so we're going to blow up the ship, right? (laughs) Oops, need a new ship. But not before we rescue Derna from the curator. Oh, Egala, you put on self-destruct and it's unreversible? Oh, no. (laughs) That's good. Can you scrap from from this ship and all that will be left will just be Holodeck 3. And they'll just put that in the new ship. Uh, And possibly Iris's hollow emitter. Oh, sorry. Also that. <laughs> Don't forget the puka shell necklace. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cursed object. Just have this puka shell necklace floating through space. Yeah, it's not because the house that the puka shell is cursed. <laughs> Inherently. Maybe the puka shell started the whole thing. I definitely did. You're correct. It's all yeah. Zach's fault. Right. Well, that is the end of Star Trek Adventures, Shadows, and Starlight. Woohoo! Yay!
Good game, everybody. Nine sessions on Twitch with all of this fancy stuff that we're getting better at and having fun with. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank you. I mean, I don't do anything fancy. Just show up. <laughs> Does anybody want to say anything before I start running down all of the various thank yous and goodbyes? I mean, I just want to thank you for letting me play. That's about it. <laughs> thank you for coming. I mean, I'll start there. I mean, we had so many players who uh, jumped in over these last nine sessions. Uh, this was an experiment, the West Marches style, where everybody just, uh, the players get to choose what adventure we're doing. And it worked great. It was a lot of fun. And it was cool to have repeat characters and to switch the crew out. Um, great success. So thank you to these five players, you five players who are currently here. And thank you to all of the other players who played throughout this show. Yeah. Um, of course, thanks to Roll20 for sponsoring because Ooh. you're amazing. Thank you, Roll20. Thank you, uh, Roll20, Modifius, and Monty Cook Games for donating giveaways. So generous. So yeah. incredibly generous. Um, Modifius gave us what, like over $100 to give? More than. Three in the wow. first three. So that 25 was, times nine? Uh, Monty Cook Games did the 25 times nine. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, but Modifius did 30 for the first three and then 20 for the next six, except we did 40 in the last one. Like, lots. Lots and lots of money. Uh, given away for people to buy games and play games and have fun. And uh, Monty Cook Games, $25 every episode and three copies of The Darkest House. Thank you for supporting us and for uh, sharing all these cool things to these viewers. Um, I guess that's, that's pretty much pretty much it. Um, follow Skyhammer Press on Twitter, at SkyhammerK, or on Instagram, at Skyhammer Press. Uh, there's a Patreon, patreon.com slash Skyhammer Press. And uh, the podcast is Massive Damage Adventures on everything. It's on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever pod, uh, uh, podcast things you listen on. It's probably there. And if it isn't, you know, shoot me a message on Twitter or Twitch and I'll probably find a way to get it there. And then all of the VODs for um, Star Trek Adventures Shadows and Starlight are available on YouTube at Skyhammer Press. And thank yeah. you everyone for watching. Thank you so much Yay! for watching. Uh, what does the future hold? Who knows? follow on Twitter to find out if we're doing more stuff because we'll probably do more stuff you know on Twitch and of course the podcast is coming out we're uh, starting to record season 5 next month which will start coming out in January but one shots every month thank you again um, if you take away anything from this play The Darkest House play Star Trek they're mm -hmm. super cool games mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Good night, and thank Goodbye. you for playing with us.
Off to credits. Thanks for listening to this episode of Massive Damage Adventures. We do a different one-shot every month, and I hope you check out our next one. Please rate and subscribe, and follow us on Twitter at SkyHammerK and on Instagram at SkyHammerPress.